2 Samuel chapter 23 tonight, verse number 13. And three of the thirty chief went down and came to David in the harvest time into the cave of Adullam. And the troop of the Philistines pitched in the valley of Rathim. And David was then in a hold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And the three mighty men break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. And he said, Be it far from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is not this the blood of the men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore, he would not drink it. These things did these three mighty men. Notice verse number 16. And the mighty men break through the host of the Philistines. How many would like to have a breakthrough tonight? Hallelujah. Maybe you've came all week last week. Came every night trusting God. But maybe you just didn't get through. Maybe Sunday you thought that'd be the day and it just didn't happen. Maybe last night you were believing that God would give it or you could receive it. Maybe it didn't happen. But just maybe tonight, if you would just purpose in your heart that no matter what, I'm going to get through tonight. Amen. One more night after tonight, I believe God wants to give us, amen, exactly what we need from Him and desire from Him tonight. I want to preach tonight with the help of the Lord on breaking through the resistance. Breaking through the resistance. Father, in the name of Jesus, I love you tonight, Lord, and I thank you and I praise you for all that you have done already in this revival, Lord. The souls that have been saved. Lord God, the hungry hearts that have been filled. Lord, the sick bodies that have been healed. Lord God, I don't know all the needs that may be in this service again tonight. And Lord, I do understand, Lord, I know in my heart tonight, God, that there are those that, Lord, they still need to get through. They still, Lord, need to get involved in this revival, Lord, even though there just may be a couple of nights left. Oh, what a change could come. Lord, if they would just purpose in their heart, I'm going to break through tonight. I'm going to get what I came for tonight. I'm not going to let the devil cheat me. I'm not going to let anything hinder me. But I'm going to go through tonight to victory. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm so glad we don't have to leave the same way that we came. But, Lord, we can leave changed by the power of Almighty God. I pray for your will. And I pray, oh God, for liberty in this place right now. I rebuke every power of the devil. I rebuke every hindering spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, I come here tonight, Lord, that we might have a breakthrough that we'll get through whatever it is that might be holding us or binding us or resisting us from God the victory from the Lord I pray O 
oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you would bind all of the devils of hell, all, oh God, of things that would quench and grieve the Holy Ghost tonight, and just let the Spirit of the Lord, amen, feel welcome in this place, and have free reign in this house tonight, and I'll give you the glory, and I'll give you, Lord, all of the praise for it. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray, amen, and amen tonight. Turn to someone there and say, you know, I'm going to get through tonight. Hallelujah, I'm going to get through tonight. Hallelujah to God. Praise the name of the Lord. If you notice there in verse number 11, just up above the verses of Scripture that we read tonight, where the Bible said, And after him was Shammah the son of Aji and the Herite. And the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where there was a piece of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he, Shammah, stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines. And the Lord wrought a great victory. I'm so thankful tonight, amen, for the times that we can just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I'm so thankful for the times in our life that we can stand still and just simply defend what we already have. Amen. I'm thankful for the times where I know without a shadow of a doubt that I've got the victory in my life and all I have to do is just guard it. I'm so glad for the times, amen, when I know without a shadow of a doubt that I have been healed by the power of God and all I have to do is just defend it. I'm glad for the times that God gives us the refreshing and gives us, amen, the refilling. And God gives us, amen, revival. And all the good things of God that may come our way. And we know that we have them. And we know that we've received them. And all we've got to do is simply is stand there and thank God for it. And praise God for it. And rejoice in it. And guard it and say, hallelujah, I've got the victory. And nobody can take it from me. I'm thankful for those times. But you see tonight, friend, you may have come to this service service. Amen. And you maybe, amen, do not have the victory in your life tonight. Maybe tonight you've come to this service and you don't have the joy of the Lord like you'd really like to have. Maybe tonight you've come to this service and all week long you've been trusting God for a healing, for a breakthrough, amen, of healing in your body. You've come in pain maybe every night. You've come suffering in your body. Amen. And tonight you say, I need to be healed. Maybe you've come tonight, amen, and you haven't received that real revival that you've been praying that God would give you. Amen. There's something that's been holding you back. Something that's been keeping you from it. And you just are not able to say, I've been revived in the presence of Almighty God. But I must tell you something tonight, church, that if you want all of these things, the only way you're going to get it tonight is you're going to have to do something about it. Hallelujah. I said you're going to have to do something about it tonight. So many times we get caught standing still waiting for God when fact of the matter is tonight God has been waiting on you you've been waiting on God to do something for you in this revival you've been waiting on God amen to come down you've been waiting on God to pass you by you've been waiting on God to heal and give you what you think you need from God but I'm here to tell you tonight friend if you'll just go toward him if you'll make a move in his direction he'll meet you halfway glory to God he'll meet 
meet you there. Amen. And believe me, you will have the victory that you need in your life. So many times we say, if I could just get the victory, then I could have a breakthrough. If I could just get revival in my life, then I could experience a breakthrough. If I could only just get the Holy Ghost, then I could have a breakthrough. If only, amen, I could be healed in my body, I'd have a breakthrough. But that is wrong thinking tonight. For you see tonight, friend, I understand one thing. That if you want to be healed, you got to get a breakthrough. Amen. To be healed. If you want the joy of the Lord, you got to break through to get the joy of the Lord. If you want revival tonight, you got to break through in order to get revival. If you want the victory tonight, you got to press on and break through in order to get that victory. You see, breakthrough means the act of facing a way through against resistance as in warfare. Now, how many really came to this service tonight and considered this service to be a warfare service? How many came tonight? Amen. Did you just come with your purse and your Bible? Did you just come with your suit and your tie on? Did you just come, amen, with a little smell good and your hair combed just real nice and come and sit on that pew and say, okay, God, I showed up here tonight. What you going to do for me? If you came with that attitude, friend, you'll leave the same way you came. But if you came into this service tonight with your sleeves rolled up, amen, your fighting shoes on, your sword in your hand, your shield ready to go. I'm telling you tonight if you'll storm the gates of hell if you'll storm the altars of God. Amen. God tonight wants to give us a breakthrough against the resistance. Amen. That's caused us not to receive what we need. Oh yes. Breaking through the resistance. Did he not say in the word of God that heaven suffered violence and the violent. Hallelujah. They take it by force. Oh glory to God. Do you think this thing's going to just drop in your lap. Do you think the the joy of the Lord, the victory of God, amen, the Holy Ghost is just going to fall on us, amen, around here because Brother Smith said, well, we're having revival, church. We're going to have it for so many days. And God says, huh, they put it on the calendar. I think I'm just going to give them everything they need, everything they want because they put it on the calendar. That's not the way it works. He said, heaven suffered violence. When the violent take it by force, you can get what you need from God tonight. Oh, I understand it's already been paid for. I understand it's at our disposal. But you see, there's some resistance tonight. Hey man, you can help me if you want to. If you don't, I'm going to preach anyway. I come to tell somebody tonight, don't you understand why it was so hard for you to get ready and come to church tonight? Don't you understand why it's hard for you to raise your hands and praise the Lord? Don't you understand tonight why it's hard to get your mind on the service? I'll tell you why. It may not be that you're just so carnal that God can't do anything with you. I'll tell you what it is. There is a resistance called the adversary. It's called the principalities. It's called the warfare. Amen. With the devil tonight. And I ain't going to let the devil rob me of a blessing tonight. I'm not going to let the enemy keep me from breaking through and getting what God has for me in this service. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You got to break through, brother. You got to break through, sister. You got to make up your mind. There's a resistance out there, and I got to get through it. I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what I got to do. I just need to be healed. I just need the joy of the Lord. I need revival tonight. I got to get through. If you're going to get through, you're going to have to get through the resistance. 
Amen. There's a resistance. There is a resistance of the enemy. You understand here that I read to you about David. David had drank from many wells. He had been satisfied by many as he would watch the sheep. As he was in his particular places at particular times. Amen. He knew what it was to drink from the wells of the land. But there was one well. One well in particularly. The well of Bethlehem. That seemed to satisfy him more than any other well. There was a certain well that he had drank from that he, as he began to reminisce. And if I can say it like this, David couldn't help himself. He began to think out loud. Amen. He just began to think, my, if I could just get a drink from the well of Bethlehem. I remember how it tastes. And I remember how it quenched my thirst. And I remember how cool it was. I remember how refreshing that it was. And about that time, amen, as he was thinking this maybe in his mind or in his spirit, he said, Oh, that one would give me a drink from the well of Bethlehem. And when he said that, when they heard that request, the three mighty men came running to him and said, What was that, David? What was that request? What did you say you wanted? He said, oh, Well, Boy, I, I tell you what, I really would like to have a drink <laughs> from the well of Bethlehem. Now, I've drank from many other wells, but I'm telling you, that well right there, I'm telling you, it just does something for me. And I really would like to have a drink. And I mean, they just said, well, man, David, that's nothing. If you want a drink from the well, we'll go get you a drink. He said, what you want? You want a drink? Yeah, I'd really like to have a All right, then we're going to go get you that drink. He said, but hold on a minute, boys. Well, what, David? Let me tell you something. I must warn you. That there is a host of Philistines that have encamped about the city. And you're not just going to walk in there and take that drink. I mean, I really appreciate you going and getting it for me. But I must warn you that if you're going to get that drink, you're going to have to break through the host. Amen. It's not going to be easy. Oh, don't worry about it, David. We'll take care of it. We're we the mighty men. We're the mighty. We're going to go get that drink for you. All right, boys. Don't say that I didn't warn you. That's all right. So here they go marching. Amen. Toward the city. Amen. To the place where the well of Bethlehem was. They go marching in there. And guess what? When they get to the place, the gates, they found out that David knew what he was talking about. They said, My, what are we going to do? David was right. Look at the host. I tell you what, man, you you fight if you want to, but I'm going back. Amen. If David wants a drink, he can get it himself. I ain't about to face these guys. I ain't about to do that. No, sir. Amen. They could have began to just head back onto the camp. Amen. They could have walked and said, David, if you want that drink, you go get that drink yourself. Amen. But we ain't about to face the host. Amen. That's before us. But that's not what they did. You see, they were the mighty men. Amen. They had a testimony. They had something. Amen. And they knew David wanted that drink. And if that's what he wanted, brother, that's what he's going to get. You know what they did? They pulled out the sword. I said they pulled out the sword. I said they pulled out the sword. And they said, all right, boys, let's go get that drink. And away they went. They fought. They scrambled. They bit. They pulled hair. I don't know what they did. But I'll tell you what they did do. The Bible said they broke through the host. I said they broke through the host. Amen. They fought their way through. They got to the well. They got the drink. But when they turned around, there's still some of them standing. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, it ain't going to be easy for you tonight to get through to God. It won't be easy for you tonight to get to the wells of the Lord. But if you're determined enough tonight, I've got to help you get through. Amen. Hallelujah. They turned around. They fought some more. Amen. They made their way through. They brought the drink back to David. And guess what David did? David took that water and he put it to his lips. And just about the time he was going to take a big old swallow of that cool, refreshing water. He takes it. And he pours it out under the Lord as a sacrifice. Now, can you imagine these mighty men that just watched him pour that water out? You mean to tell me? <laughs> that we've been over there and we, we are cut. We are bleeding. I'm wounded. I'm tired. I'm hurt. I'm disgusted. Hallelujah. And you went and tore, and you poured that water out that we and David said, Boys, I understand you. You put your lives in jeopardy. I understand that you fought and shed blood for this thing. But he said, I can't stand here and drink this in front of you like that. I can't about I've got to offer this up. Hey man, I'm gonna pour it out under the Lord. Hey man, as a sacrifice. I want to tell you something, friend. Sometimes it seems what you do when you say you pray and you agonize. Amen. You fight and you scrap your way through. And you think sometimes, man, I prayed all night last night and I just didn't get anything. It just wouldn't. Maybe you feel like these men. Amen. It seemed like we broke through and fought for nothing. I want to tell you, every time you pray, every time you fight, every time you stand up, every time you get the flesh by the nap of the neck and say, come on, flesh, you're going to praise God anyway. Anyway, you're going to worship God anyway. Oh, but you don't understand. I'm tired and I'm weary. I know it, but get up anyway. Because I understand that God's got a victory. God's got a healing. God's got a miracle waiting for me. If I can just break through what is resisting me. Hallelujah. You see, tonight you must understand that tonight the wells of God, amen, are still flowing. Hallelujah. We've got wells of healing. We've got wells of the Holy Ghost. We've got wells called deliverance. We've got wells called revival. We've got wells called peace that passeth all understanding. We've got wells called the joy of the Lord is my strength. We've got all kinds of wells in these altars tonight. And guess what? They're still flowing. They're still doing its job. They're still pouring it out. All we got to do is realize that around these wells tonight, there is somebody that doesn't want you to get to them. His name is the devil. He is the adversary. There's a host of enemy that have been kept about the wells of God. They've been kept about the altars of the Lord and said, no, you're not getting what you need tonight. You're not going to get the Holy Ghost tonight. You're not going to get healed tonight. No, no, no. You're not going to break through the joy. No. Amen. And they're resisting you. And they're keeping you back. And they're holding you down. But I heard the Lord say, if heaven suffered violence, the violent can take it. I said the violent can take it. You can have it. You can get it. There's a breakthrough tonight into the wells of God. If you'll make up your mind, I'm going to get through the resistance. I'm going to get through the resistance. I'm going to get through the resistance. It's not going to hold me back. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm preaching to you tonight? 
There's a resistance against you. There's someone tonight that says you can't have it. But something on the inside of me says, I've got to have it. I ain't leaving without it. I've come to get a breakthrough in this house tonight. I've come to get what I came for. It reminds me, amen, of another person in the Word of God that we read about. It was the woman with the issue of blood. Do you understand that this woman needed a breakthrough? She needed to break through. There was different things that day that she had to break through. She knew, as I talked about a little bit last night, she knew already, she done settled it in her mind, that if I touch the Lord, I'm going to be healed. Now, I think tonight that it's probably pretty settled. I hope it is. In your mind, you know that if you'll just touch Jesus... It'll be all right. And you know that he can give you what you need if you can just get to him. But that's the problem. The problem is not that, amen, maybe we don't really think that God can do it. We think he can. And we know he will. But the problem is just getting to the well. The problem many times is just getting out, as I said the other night, of our pew and getting out of our place and getting out of those things and breaking through. And so this woman's already got the victory, really. Because she doesn't sell in her mind. I know that if I touch him, I'll be healed. But she's got to break through. Do you realize the first thing she's got to break through is? She's got to break through her pride. That day she had to break through pride. I'm not going to stay here very long. I talked about it a little bit the other night. It's a killer. It's killing our revivals. It's killing our worship. It's killing, amen, everything that we try to do for God in the spiritual sense. It's pride tonight that so many times quenches and grieves the Holy Ghost. People sit there and wrestle with God all night long and say, man, I know God's telling me to do this. I know God wants me to do this. I know I should do this. I know if I do it, I'm going to get a blessing. They're going to get a blessing. But we wrestle with our pride. We're worried about what it's going to look like. We worry about it, man. Somebody's going to make fun of me. Oh, my friend, and I tell me, I'm here to tell you tonight, if you want the victory, you're going to have to be willing to break through your pride. Hallelujah. Just break through it, man. And see, I've got to get to Jesus. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what i got to do. I don't care what it's required of me to act like. I just need a miracle from the Lord. She broke through her pride, but not only did she break through pride, brother, she had to break through people. Bible said the people that day were pressing, thronging rather, the Lord. You know what that means? Can I preach to you tonight a little bit? They were thronging. They weren't touching the Lord. They were just thronging the Lord. Oh, how we do that in the house of the Lord. We got a bunch of folks that will come and we simply throng the Lord, but we do not touch the Lord. There's a difference between thronging the Lord and touching Him. People that throng Him do not get healed. People that throng Him do not receive a miracle. People that just simply throng the Lord leave the same way they came. But people that touch the Lord always are changed. They're always blessed. And they always receive a victory. Amen. From the Lord. And so the Bible said these folks were thronging Him. In other words, they were not there to get a miracle. They were not, they were not concerned about the need that they had or anybody else had. They were just there to see what was going to happen. They were just there to take up space. It would have been a whole lot better off if they would have just stepped aside and moved out of the way because there's somebody around here that's got trouble.
trouble. There's somebody around here that's got a need. There's somebody that's serious about touching the Lord. And Lord, help us if we stand in the way of somebody's miracle tonight. But this this is not going to hinder this moment. No, no, pride's not going to hinder. And people are not going to hinder. She done made up her mind, brother. If I can touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be whole. So ain't nothing going to stop me. So she begins to break through the people. <laughs> Excuse me, brother. Pardon me. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that, but I've got to get to Jesus. Scott, sorry. Pardon me. Excuse me. Pardon me, ma'am. She was breaking her way through. She didn't care what those people thought about her. She didn't care what the people, amen, were saying behind her back. She didn't care what the people, amen. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. I'm here to tell you, brother and sister, I've seen it happen so many times. People needed God. They needed a miracle. They needed God to meet their needs. And they sat right there in the midst of the Holy Ghost and allowed somebody across the way, allowed people to hinder them from getting to God. There's a resistance there. But tonight, somebody needs to say, excuse me, ma'am. Pardon me, sir. I'm in trouble and I got to get to Jesus. I'm going to break my way through. I need a miracle from the Lord. I'm going to get to Jesus. That helps me to understand something tonight. Do not raise your hand in the prayer request time and say, oh, pray for me, preacher. I'm in trouble. And pray for me. I'm so sick. And pray for me. I've got such a burden. And pray for me that my family. And pray for me that this. And pray for me that. And then when the altar calls given, you do not press your way through into the glorious presence of Almighty God for Him to help you. I can't change it. These people can't change it. But I know one who can. And you've got to get to Him as long as you sit there and allow the resistance. Amen. To hold you back. You all always be in trouble. You'll always be sick. You'll always be burdened. You'll always be depressed. But if you get up tonight and say, not tonight, devil. Not tonight. You've robbed me before. Amen. You cheated me last week. Last night I wanted to go up and I wanted to touch from God. But you cheated me out of another blessing. But not tonight. No, 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 no. I am coming. I am pressing. I'm going to get through a bad and believe God. Hallelujah. You got to get through your pride. You got to break through the people. Amen. Lastly, tonight I want to tell you something. Amen. About another man that needed a breakthrough. It was the pausing man. A man that's paralyzed. He, he does not know what it is to walk. He doesn't know what it is to run. Doesn't know what it is to take care of himself. In fact, if he wants to go anywhere, somebody has got to take him. Now, if you're able to get around tonight and move around, you're blessed. Thank the Lord you were able to just get ready and come to God's house. 
I know some sisters. We just went and visited with the pastor. Amen. Last week. And I can't remember their names right off. Amen. But I seen as we walked into that bedroom. And she lay there in that bed. Amen. Oh, how she'd like to be here tonight. In the presence of the Lord with the saints of God. Rejoicing and praising God. But she can't be here. Amen. There is a resistance against that woman. There's an infirmity in her body. And it's held her to her bed. But you tonight were able to come to the house of the Lord. And oh, God help us to press in this service and get what we need from God. This man was in the same shape. The Bible says that he spent all of his life on a stretcher. I mean, that's it. But he thought, how in the world am I going to get there? Man, I know if I can just get there, I'll be all right. I believe I'll be made whole. I don't have to stay on this stretcher the rest of my life. You see, the devil's done convinced some of you, you're going to have to be that way the rest of your life. Devil's done convinced some of you, you believed a lie from the devil and said, you know, it just must not be God's will for me to be healed. It must just not be God's will for me to get help. It must not be God's will for me to have joy in my life and victory in my soul. And you've just started living that way. Hallelujah. But the devil's a liar tonight. Amen. But here he is. He said, if I can get somebody and all of a sudden, you don't got to give it the desires of your heart. If they're right. If they're pure before the Lord. And all of a sudden, here comes somebody by his way. Four men come by the way of this man. And they said, sir, as he heard Jesus passing by, he said, where would you like to go today? He said, we just come by here to help you. Where would you like to go? We'll take you to the restaurant, get you a good meal. We'll take you down here to the nursing home, and we'll get you a good room to put you in. Amen. You'll have everything at your disposal. Hey, we'll take you down to the rehabilitation center down here. Got a new one. It just come up. And I mean, they'll work with you, and they'll, they'll exercise. And maybe in four or five years, you'll be able to get up and walk around again. Who knows? We'll just, we're just here to help you today. Where would you like to go? What would you like to do? We're just here to, to answer your request. He said, no. I ain't going to no nursing home. I ain't going down to the rehabilitation center. I ain't going over to the restaurant. That's the last thing I want and I don't need it. He meant it. I want to go to where Jesus is. I want you. I heard that he was down there at Capernaum. And he's entered into the house again. And he said, I want you to get me to where Jesus is. All right. If that's where you want to go, that's where we'll take you. All four of them reached down. They picked this man up. They began to journey down to Capernaum. Amen. Took him down to where Jesus was. Only to find out that when they got down there to the house... Guess what happened? Hallelujah. The house was full. I mean, it was full, folks. It was packed out. Standing room. No standing room. Amen. Uh, the windows were all full. People, amen, looking in and standing in the windows and, and sitting there. And, and the doors are blocked. And they said, this man says, sir, I'm sorry. Amen. How about let's go on down to the restaurant and we'll get you a steak dinner. We're not getting in there today. He said, no, you ain't. He said, we're going in. How are we supposed to do that? The house is full. There's no way to get through the door. There's no logical way. There's no logical way to get in. We can't go through the doors. We can't get through the windows. The back door is blocked. We can't get in. How you think we're going to get you to Jesus? He said, if we can't go through the door and we can't get in the windows, he said, we're going through the roof. Now, who do you think is going to? He said, y'all going to help me. Sorry about y'all, but y'all going to help me. Hey man, y'all going to help me get... He said, I came here expecting a miracle. And I ain't leaving until I get what I came for. 
You see, there was a resistance, Brother Wilson. There was no logical way for him to get into the house. But the only way he was going to get in was he was going to have to make up his mind. We are going to have a breakthrough. <laughs> Woo, we're going to break through and we're going to get to Jesus. Amen. They shimmed up on top of that their house. And all of a sudden, amen, can you believe this? In the middle of the service, everything going just right. Everything the way it's supposed to go. I mean, sister so-and-so sung her song. And brother so-and-so's about to do this. And they're taking it off. And everything just going the way they planned it. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, amen, mortar starts breaking through. Straw starts falling. Hallelujah. Somebody starts nudging one another and said, man, what in the world is going on in here? I don't know what's happening. And somebody else, and about that time, a hand comes through the roof and said, man, would you look at that? He said, that ain't nothing. Look at it now. Here comes a man on a stretcher right down in the middle of our service. They're messing everything up. I mean, they're tearing our service up. They're, they're hindering the program. This is not the way we planned it. Well, glory to God. I don't know what you came for. I don't know what you've been planning for this revival tonight. But I'm here to tell you, if you just break through the resistance, if you if you got to come through the roof, just get to Jesus. Just get to Jesus. He's in the house tonight. You got to get to him. Amen. They're breaking through people. They're getting through. They're letting the man down. And when they let that man down, got him in there where Jesus was. Amen. You know what Jesus did? He didn't say, uh, I'll tell you what, y'all yo, yo go pull a file on this man. Tell me what's wrong with him. No, no, no. They didn't say, quick, let's usher him into the x-ray room and find out what's wrong with this man's body. No, no, no. They said, bring him up here. And Jesus said to the man, and he knew, he knew what was going on. He, he, the people back there in the back don't know. But he already knows what they're thinking. They're thinking, who does this guy think he is? Don't they know? He thinks he's able to do stuff, something like this. And, and Jesus said, I'm going to show them, folks. Just to ease their conscience. And just to, so there won't be any division. He said, I'm going to do, do this. He said, son, your sins are forgiven. And they fell out of their pew. He said, but brother, ain't I, how's he able to do that? He said, but now I'm going to really settle it. I'm going to settle it once and for all. He said, son, get off that bed. Get your stretcher and go home. And on the way home, mow the yard. Hallelujah. He said, because you've been healed. Hallelujah. And just to know, amen, that I'm able to forgive sin. I'll show him by raising this man up and healing his body. Glory to God. I'm telling you, friend, God is able to do whatever you need him to do. If you'll just break through the resistance that's ever before you, God wants to give you a breakthrough tonight in your life. These four men... These four men, there's something really special about them. Everybody wants to talk about the healing of this man. But that man would have never got his healing had not them men broken through for him. Because this man's paralyzed. You see, this man can't do anything. He is so overwhelmed with his infirmity. He can't do nothing. Now understand this. When they broke through, Jesus did not heal that man because he was paralyzed. He did not heal that man because he felt sorry for him. 
He did not heal that man because he had a pity party. He did not heal that man because he thought, well, you know, he really. No, 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 no. The Bible said when he saw their faith. When he saw their faith. When they broke through the resistance. They had enough faith to believe that if we'll break through this roof and get this man to Jesus, he'll be all right. The man was healed and raised up because four men had faith to believe for this man's miracle. Now understand this. I'm getting ready to close. You've come to this service tonight and maybe, just maybe, you're in that category. Maybe tonight you feel like Brother Cox and all this revival. I've wanted to have a breakthrough. I really do want the victory tonight. And I really do need to be healed in my body. Or I need God to do this or whatever the need is. But I am so overwhelmed with my burden and my infirmity. That I just can't seem to get through. It's okay. Because I believe tonight that there's some Holy Ghost filled saints of God. That are going to come by your way tonight and help pick up your stretcher. And they're going to put their arm around you and they're going to say, Brother, I know your burden and I know, amen, the devil been fighting you. But we're not going to let the devil get the victory. They're going to hold your hands up tonight. And they're going to begin to pray with you and pray for you. Amen. They're going to hold you up before the Lord. And guess what they're going to do? You can't break through the singles, but they're going to break through for you. I'm telling you, brother, I've been there when I could not pray and I didn't know how to cry and I didn't know what to say to God. But some brothers came my way. Amen. And they began to anoint me and pray with me and and believe God with me and encourage me in the Lord and say, come on, brother Shane. Come on, brother Shane. You can have the victory, son. You can get through to God. Had it not been for them, amen, having compassion on my need and picking up my stretcher, I may not have made it. But thanks be to God, if you're willing to get a breakthrough, Hallelujah, God will give you a breakthrough in your life tonight, even if it takes others to help you. Even if it takes others to help you. I want the music to come tonight, if you will. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. You see, there's something about those men. They had to bind together. Do you realize what would have happened had they seen the man stretcher there? You know, a stretcher has four corners, four men. But had one of them men said, man, I ain't helping you carry that stretcher. I'm in trouble myself. You know, I got my own needs to think about. You know, I got to get to Jesus. I heard the house was getting filled up. And if I don't get there, I'm not going to have a place. Isn't that like us sometimes? We're more concerned about our own self than we are the needs of others. We get so selfish and so caught up in our own pity parties. But I'm telling you, if you look around tonight, there's some folks in a lot worse shape than you are. Amen. 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 And I'm here to tell you tonight, if they, one of them could have looked, and then all of a sudden he could have dropped his corner and said, well, I'll tell you what, if you're going to be that way, I ain't going either. I'm just going home then. You know what would have happened? They would have left that poor man laying somewhere on the side of the road, maybe, or wherever they picked him up. They would have not got a blessing. They would have not been blessed of the Lord. And neither would the man. And when we come to the house of God. And it may be, it may be things that we carry in our minds. And things that we carry in our bitterness. Whatever. Jealousy. Whatever these things may be, friend, in our hearts. That's what's keeping some folks tonight from a miracle. 
That's what's keeping somebody tonight from a breakthrough. God says you can have it, but you're going to have to pick up your end of the stretcher. In other words, you're going to have to unite yourself together with the body of Christ. You're going to have to come. We're going to have to come together tonight in this place. Lay aside your hindrance. Lay aside whatever it is. God will take care of it. But lay it aside and say, come on, let's all get this stretcher and let's get to Jesus. You see, you got to get to Jesus. Had they just took this man and set him outside the door and said, all right, man, we got you here. Now you do the rest. That man wouldn't have got healed. And that's the way we are so many times. We're satisfied just to get to church. We're satisfied just to get our loved ones to church. It is not good enough to get them to church. You've got to get them to Jesus. And when we get to Jesus, Jesus will do his part. He'll give us a breakthrough. Breaking through the resistance. The thing that I like the most is in Malachi, or Micah, I believe it is. It talks about how he is the breaker and how he goes before and he'll break up. In other words, he will tear down, break up, pull aside. He will make a way for us. He'll go before. Jacob was so worried there. And he said, Lord, how in the world are we going to do that? How are we going through? He said, I have gone before you. I have tore down and broken through everything, every obstacle, everything that stands in your way. He said, I am the way maker. I have made a way for you. You know what that tells me tonight? That tells me you're here and you're saying, oh God, I'm in trouble. I'm sick. I'm having need. All these obstacles, all these resisting things are in front of me. How in the world? I see Jesus over there and I've got to get to him. But look at here what's between me and Jesus. And if I could just get through. And Jesus says, all right, if you really want the victory, if you really want to be made whole. He said, follow me. And he starts pulling down and he starts breaking through. And he says, come on, I'm making a way for you. If you'll just get up and come and follow me, I'll break it all away. I'm breaking through the obstacle. I'm tearing down the walls. I'm breaking through the sickness. I'm breaking through, hey man, whatever it is. And if you'll just follow me, hey man, he's going to lead you into the victory of the Lord tonight. He's the breaker. He's going before you and he's making a way. Stand with me tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. I'm telling you what, right now, God's getting ready to do some things in this house. Hallelujah to God. We're about to have a breakthrough. Amen. You say, well, preacher, amen. What a time to be having a breakthrough. We only got one more night. Oh, I'll tell you. Amen, friend. God needs to help you get through tonight. Amen. Before this thing's over. Hallelujah. Amen. You need it tonight. All week last week, you missed it. Amen. The last couple of nights, amen, whatever it was, it resisted you and you allowed it to defeat you. Tonight, amen, if you'll just get up and begin to storm your way through, take it by, take it by force. Take it. God's going God's to give you the victory. God's going to give you a breakthrough. How many raise your hand and not say, Preacher? I need a breakthrough.